Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks, trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binging, restricting, dieting, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey girls, how are you doing today? So I've got something a little bit different today. It's going to be a bit of a bite-sized piece, but the difference is that I am going to try to record this podcast without any editing. So usually I have to like chop in between things a little bit because I fumble with my words or I lose my train of thought or something. But I'm going to try today to just go all the way through. So bear with me if I make a few mistakes here and there. It's just that I want to be a bit more organic and also I want less time for me to be editing podcasts, more time for me to be creating. So let's hop on in. So today I want to share seven tips with you and it's going to help you stop thinking about calories all the bloody time. (laughs) So if you're anything like how I was and millions of other women out there, you count calories every single day. Like before every meal, you predict how many calories are going to be in something. After the meal, you recall how much there are and maybe you reassess like how many have I eaten today how many do I need to stay under what's my daily limit that you need to abide by and I know when I used to count calories and I mean like I did that for years I had this ridiculous calorie limit of like 1200 calories and that was one of my higher ones sometimes I try to do like 500 calories in a day and it was just crazy even the 1200 I thought it was like a fairly normal doable amount but these days like I don't count but I would estimate roughly I have at least 2,000 a day or something I just yeah and even those days that I used to try to stick to the 1,200 I I would fail almost all the time so I hardly ever actually stuck to 1,200 even though in my head I was sticking to 1,200 um and yeah obviously also the whole like roller coaster of emotions where you know, you get under the 1200 in the day and you feel like you've made such a good achievement. You're amazing. So much willpower, so much discipline. And you have that buzz because you know it's going to mean weight loss. And then the other side of it, when you surpass it and you just feel so shitty about yourself. And I know with me, <laughs> when I used to surpass it, like if I was logging my calories in my fitness pal, if I would surpass it, I would just stop logging the calories and go wild. In my head, it was kind of just like, oh, if I didn't log it, didn't happen right, I can sort of forget that day happened, move on. Yeah, maybe maybe you're the same. Um, and I guess the reason I want to talk about this is, well, first of all, a lot of you guys do DM me about it saying, how can I stop? Because you know that it's controlling you. and Then the other reason I want to talk about it is for those who don't know it's controlling you, I sort of want to bring that up into your mind. So often we think we're the ones in control because we're doing this thing where we're counting our calories and we feel like we're really in control. But 
most likely it's controlling you so much and it's harming you mentally with this roller coaster ride of emotions and most likely physically too because most likely you've set a bit of an unrealistic calorie limit that you're trying to stick to every day. So I want to help you let go of this behavior and just feel so much more free. So I've got these seven tips to help you stop and live that free life. So let's hop on in. So my first step or tip (laughs) is to stop calorie counting behaviors. So this sounds super obvious, (laughs) um, but I'm going to say it anyway. And these small behaviors that we do can seem so automatic to us that we almost forget we're even doing them or it just seems like our default way. And what do I mean by these behaviors? I mean things like clicking onto that phone notification, telling you, reminding you to log your calories for lunch, or maybe it's looking at the back of the food wrapper to look at the calorie count, to look at the nutrition information. Maybe it's you saying to someone, oh my God, that cake was like 500 calories. I've got to get to the gym tonight or I've got to skip breakfast tomorrow. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but my dog is literally snoring beside me. (laughs) Okay, back to the tip. So usually if you guys follow me on Insta, you would see that I, I'm always going on about solving at the root of the problem, which is most likely your beliefs that are underneath this calorie counting behavior. But I say in this case, it also never hurts to tackle it from the other side as well, the behavioral side. So if we can kind of go from both sides, we can trim away. And before we know it, we are no longer relying so heavily on calorie counting. So Let's try to cut out those small little behaviors that we do during the day that keep you obsessed over calories. So delete the apps, stop wearing the fitness tracker that maybe prompts you to think about calories, catch yourself peeking at the calorie count on on a food wrapper. And just having that awareness is the first step of like noticing yourself doing it or noticing yourself saying to someone that oh my god there's so many calories in this and then the next few steps will be sort of you know taking a step back and reminding yourself gently compassionately look I don't need to do this right now I am I'm changing the way I do things so it's really about making a conscious intentional decision to stop doing these behaviors and for sure it can seem scary at first actually have been talking about this with one of my one-to-one clients right now and one of you lovely ladies in the DMs as well. You're both on that journey to letting it go and you've both, they both expressed how scary it is at first and difficult just because it's so deeply ingrained in you at the moment. Just like relying on these actions to keep you quote unquote in line or on track for so long. So It's time now to lean into that fear and realize that maybe on the other side of it is something so amazing and so freeing. I always say like what you've been doing so far, while you think it's keeping you in line and it's helping you feel in control, the bigger picture of it is it's not actually helping you. So 
how about we try something different? How about we try to lean into that fear and maybe it'll all work out. So that's tip one. Stop these calorie counting behaviors. Tip two. Let's start listening to our body instead of a calorie limit. So one reason that we start focusing on calories to begin with is we've been told by just about every single diet out there, doctors, everyone, that calories are the holy grail of weight loss. And yep, I'm not going to deny that you definitely need a calorie deficit if you do want to lose weight. But in the process of becoming so focused and fixated on calories, we completely lose sight of the wisdom of our body. Our body is so much wiser than any app out there. Our body is so much wiser than a ridiculous 1200 calorie limit. So somewhere along the way, we just totally forgot to listen to our body, to trust it like we did when we were kids. I mean, think about it. When you were a kid, were you logging your calories in MyFitnessPal? Or were you just going moment by moment? When you felt hungry, you'd eat, you'd listen to what your body craved, and you'd go with that. So it's time to go back, do a bit of freestyle. (laughs) So your body ultimately does know, above all else, what it needs to function well and help you thrive and stay alive. So let's start listening to it by dropping any diet or meal plan that you've got. So someone or some app telling you what you need to eat for every meal this week, let's just drop that and let your body decide the meals. So your body doesn't need to be planning seven days ahead or even the whole day ahead. It'll tell you moment by moment what it needs. And it's really just about Again, a choice, like intentionally choosing that you're going to start listening to your body. So slowing down, it could look like 30 seconds, slow down, take your breath. Let's do one now. Even just one breath helps you get more in tune with your body and out of that chaotic place in your mind that's always trying to tell you what you need to eat, what someone else is telling you you should eat. So instead, take that breath and ask yourself, what am I feeling like? What do I want to eat for lunch? And it may take practice because we're not used to it right now, but just let the body guide the answer. Something will pop up. Your intuition will tell you what you're feeling and what you want and just go with it. No questions asked, not asking yourself, oh, but wait, does it suit my macro ratios? Is it too high fat? Is it too high calorie, just go with it. And one thing I would point out here is, yes, we want to listen to our body, but if you, for whatever reason, through your own choice, let your body starve all day, skip a few meals, and you don't listen to it, then obviously when you do listen to it later in the day, after hours of not eating, your body will be screaming out for high fat, high calorie, high sugar. It'll be trying to get tons of calories in because it actually thinks it's being starved so so it's not like listening to it at that point and then you you go and binge and then you get mad that your body doesn't know what it's doing it's that earlier in the day you weren't listening to it you were letting it starve so it's about always listening to it listen to it all day when you start to feel a bit hungry ask it what do you need instead of waiting all day tip three is kind of linked to the previous one 
and it's all about mindful eating. So it's about that eating experience, being super present for it, seeing it as an actual experience in itself, not something to watch TV over or to chat with friends over. And yeah, I'm not saying you don't have to eat every meal in silence, but sometimes you just need that moment, even even while you are chatting with friends over dinner, just for even a minute to just go within yourself and really note the experience, the eating experience, the flavors, and let your body register that it's actually eating and having a meal. If you're totally somewhere else while eating, maybe watching TV or chatting with friends or working at your desk, you might not fully take in that you are actually eating. So it might be like a few hours later, suddenly you're hungry and you're like, what? I just ate. And that's your body. Your body and mind didn't really take in that you actually sat down and had a meal. So be mindful, be present, savor the food, take it slow and let your body send you those signals telling you it's had enough. And tip four, shift your focus to well-being instead of calories. So when the focus is on calories, it brings up a lot of anxiety and pressure. And also you feel that disappointment and regret when you do go over the limit. So of course, you could actually still be eating really crappy food and stay within your limit. So it's not really the metric that you want to focus on long term you really want to shift your focus and start looking after yourself in a more holistic way, increasing your sense of well-being, achieving that balance that you want in life. So most of us say we want to be healthy and we know it's good to be healthy, but often we actually find it difficult to do the things. We can talk the talk, but can we actually walk the walk? So for a lot of us, we're doing, for a lot of us doing what's good for us is actually a foreign feeling so sometimes you'll be like oh man like I wish I know meditation is good for me but I just can't seem to get myself to do it and it can be the same with food like we know all the good stuff to eat we know that deep down we don't need to be told by someone like how to eat healthy it's just that for some of us and it, it may not be for you but maybe you've grown up doing things that harm you and or being surrounded by people who do things that harm themselves and that's familiar for you deep down so sometimes doing the opposite is difficult it might not be in line with our identity of ourself it's not really who we are so while eating fruit and veg might seem obvious and easy sometimes doing it's a different story so it's about shifting those beliefs deep down what kind of person do you want to be Keep reminding yourself of that and start taking actions bit by bit that line up with the new identity. So each time you do it, reaffirm to yourself, yep, that's easy. It's just who I am. I'm just the kind of girl who likes to snack on fruit instead of processed food. Let's take a short break from all this juicy goodness. I'd love to share a little bit about my one-to-one coaching program. This program is the bomb. (laughs) It's a 12-week program where I guide and support you to healing. If you're just done with dieting, being obsessed with your weight, feeling guilty binge after binge, and you're just sick and tired of seeing your body in the mirror and just hating what you see, 
you're scared of your next binge, you hate cancelling on social events because you feel crappy about yourself, you're constantly planning the next detox, the next cleanse or diet to lose weight. You never want to wake up still feeling stuffed and bloated and ashamed after the night before. You hate hiding it from your family and friends, sneaking food packets in and out of your room, waiting till people leave the house to binge. You're so over being jealous of people who just seem to be able to eat normally and don't think about food all the time, planning their next meal and what they're going to eat. You don't want to feel out of control anymore. So in one sentence, if you want to stop binging once and for all, my one-to-one program is made for you. We go through my proven four pillar framework to heal you to get you over binging, back to loving your body again, and so much more than that, to being your most authentic and best self again. Confident, relaxed, self-loving. Now, if you're looking for a quick fix, this is definitely not for you. If you're not ready to dive deep and do the real work, this is not for you. It's not surface level stuff, it's intense at times, but that is where transformation happens. We're not just changing at a behavioral level, we're going to the root of the cause. So we're finding long lasting, real change. So what does it entail? The program includes two 30 minute calls a week with me, tasks tailored to you given after every single call so you can implement what we're learning, integrate it into your life and actually start to see change. You'll also have access to all of my guided meditations, which are awesome for really getting to the crux of what's going on in your mind and in your heart and access to all of my written and video content to deepen your learning and cement what we've gone over in calls. And of course you can DM me at any time and I'll always get back to you within a day. And on top of all of that, access to the private Free With Breed community on Facebook where all the women who are doing the one-to-one coaching hang out and share what's going on for them. We share wins and struggles and help each other out. So that is the program. Now, how do we get started? Well, you can book a discovery call with me to chat prices and find out if we're a good fit because we really wanna get along as well if we're gonna be on calls two times a week. Or just jump straight into my DMs and we can get chatting there. Okay, I'll leave it there. Let's get back into today's episode. Tip five is get the balance that you want. So this is again kind of linked to the previous one, which is bringing that well-being into your system. A part of that is achieving balance in your life. So instead of being obsessed with calories, using that to give you some sort of peace in a weird way, give your peace. Give yourself peace instead by allowing yourself a variety of foods, both body foods and soul foods. So, I mean, foods that nourish you and really look after your body, help you thrive and survive, and foods that hit the spot. Maybe they link back to your childhood or to your culture. So really you want like, you want that variety. You don't want to be just trying to be super healthy with fruit and veg all the time. Because just like calorie counting, both of those things are controlling and limiting. So we want to feel, we want that feeling of freedom inside of ourselves, not limited by only super healthy foods, not limited by having to stay in a calorie limit. We want a variety. And once you start feeling satisfied by the variety, 
calories won't seem as important. You won't be going overboard as often because you're not having to hold back. When it comes to calorie counting, there is that essence of restriction, which we know leads to binging. And that keeps that whole spiral going of like, oh my God, I binged. I need to get myself in line. So I'm going to start counting calories. And then you restrict and you know how it goes. So giving yourself this balance and permission to enjoy all the foods helps you feel more free and you won't need that control mechanism you're not saying no all the time because something has too many calories only to then binge on it later so get the balance that you want tip six second last tip is give yourself grace and kindness on this journey it is not something that's going to happen overnight Surely you've probably been counting calories for a long time. I know I was doing it for a good eight years or so, maybe more. So it's going to take time if you've been obsessed about calories as much as I was. You probably even have that mental calculator in your mind that's just always running in the background. So even beyond once you've let go of counting calories, you'll probably always have some rough estimate of how many calories are in everything. Like, that knowledge won't go away. But what what will be different is your beliefs behind needing to count calories will be. Eventually, you'll find safety in not counting calories. So just be kind to yourself. Let yourself know it's okay if you still catch yourself doing it weeks or months into trying to make this change. It won't happen overnight. And last but not least, number seven, and this is to go to the root of the controlling behavior of counting calories. So if you follow me on Insta, you probably saw this one coming because I always go into the why, digging into why are you so focused on counting calories. At the start, I said, you know, usually we want to dig into the beliefs, the roots behind things. And I said, we can also tackle things from the top of the funnel as well, the behaviors. Um, but here, we're going to look into the root, because if you can cut things off at the root, the behavior just simply won't even need to exist. So why do you have this control mechanism in place anyway? The control probably gives you a sense of safety. It gives you safety in knowing or at least thinking you won't go overboard, you won't gain more weight, or it'll help you lose weight. And at a time when you don't trust yourself to make correct decisions, a calorie limit and sticking to it can give you some sense of peace and like you've got a plan. And at least it gives you that sense of peace sometimes, obviously, when you go overboard, it's the complete opposite and you feel so much regret and disappointment in yourself. But what I want to dig into is what's underneath this fear of gaining weight? Why do you need the sense of safety? What's under the fear? And for a lot of people, it is that you feel like if you gain weight, you won't be worthy. You won't be enough. People won't love you as much as they do now. 
or at all. Maybe they won't accept you. Maybe you'll be rejected. Maybe you saw the overweight kid in class at school get made fun of and that fear comes up to the surface and you don't want to be that kid. You don't want to feel embarrassed that people might think you're out of control. Maybe they think or you think they think you've let yourself go. Maybe you think you've let yourself go and you don't want the rejection from yourself. You fear all that comes up with weight stigma. The thought, the idea that overweight people are lazy, they don't care about their health, getting those unwarranted comments or looks from people. And these fears are all completely understandable. And while there are definitely people out there who do have a problem with people who weigh more and they do have these thoughts, the thing is most people don't. Most people see beyond the way someone looks. So to let go of the fear of gaining weight, you want to let go of that belief underneath what weight gain means for you. And part of that could be looking for counter evidence of that belief in your life. Ask yourself, do I choose friends just by how they look? Would I not be friends with someone who's more overweight? Would you stop being friends with your sister or your best friend if she gained weight? Absolutely not. So there's already one very strong piece of evidence showing you that gaining some weight isn't the end of the world. It doesn't mean social rejection. And look for plenty other evidence in your life. Look for beautiful women of different shapes and sizes. Look for the confidence that they have, the amazing things they've done in their life, the fact that they have tons of people who love them. And other than looking for this kind of counter evidence, how else can you soothe the scared little girl inside of you who's always known, who's always thought that weight gain is bad, that skinny is good, fat is bad. So maybe that's diving into inner child work visualizing her, asking her what she needs, what kind of love she needs. Maybe it's building new, more empowering beliefs around weight. So there are many ways to soothe this fearful part of you. And it's absolutely a huge part of what I do with clients in one-to-one coaching, because it's so often the absolute root of this whole binging problem. So those are the seven tips. I will just do a quick recap. One, stop those calorie counting behaviors, delete the app, catch yourself saying things like, oh my God, that cake was so many calories. Stop wearing the fitness tracker. You know what I mean. Tip two, start listening to your body instead of a calorie limit. So that can be slowing down, taking a few breaths, and asking your body, what do you want to eat right now? Tip three, try mindful eating. So really being super present in the eating experience. So your body takes in what's being eaten. Tip four, shift your focus from 
calorie counting as a metric to your well-being? How can you bring more well-being, more health into your system? Tip five, get the balance that you want. So instead of feeling like you always have to say no to things because of the calories and you feel that sense of restriction within the calorie counting behavior, give yourself full permission to have the whole range of foods out there, the body foods and the salt foods. Tip six, give yourself grace in this process. It didn't occur overnight, so it's not going to go overnight. So go easy on yourself. Tip seven, the biggest one, the most important one, is go to the root of the behavior. Why do you need to control your calories? Why do you need that safety? What belief is under there and how can you create a new, more empowering one? How can you soothe the fearful part of you deep down? So those are the seven tips. I got through it without (laughs) needing to edit, which is super cool. And actually, it's a pretty long episode. Wow. (laughs) So let me know what you thought of the app. And um, I hope you have a really, really, really lovely day. See ya. And that is the scoop for today. If this app inspired you, taught you something new, or has helped give you direction in your recovery journey, it would mean the world to me if you did me a massive favor. It'll only take two minutes, I promise. Review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Once you've posted it, take a screenshot and DM that photo to me. I'll enter you into a monthly raffle. Yeah, that's right. I ain't going to leave you hanging. So each month I'll randomly select one lucky winner and you'll receive a free one-to-one coaching sesh with me. It'll be super fun and valuable. And if you'd really love to give back more to me, it'd help me build this podcast so much more and reach so many more women. If you shared it with someone else who you think will love it, maybe it's a sister, a friend, a bestie, or your mom. I love you all so much. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful day.